Hello, everybody. I am Strati Papa Giorgio. And I'm Father Michael Tischel. And we are an imperfect podcast. podcast. Boom, boom. Cue music. weird after we do that and I play like sol- somber religious music yeah I, feel, I don't feel like that's right so maybe this time you're not gonna actually hear some religious maybe music. maybe it's gonna be might be might be Greek music silence like a 20 second silence chirp 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 <laughs> yeah or like a couple crickets crickets after my badoon then crickets crickets we'll see you'll Awkward. see Awkward. you'll find out yes it's all behind sight all right. right it's always 2020 You can't remember. That's right. <laughs> it's good to see you, Stratty. You too, Father. Yep. Um, I hope you all enjoyed our last episode. Me too. Uh, and uh, we're back. We're back. Father is leaving us for a little while. Friday. Taking few, off. Heading out. A few weeks. How Co- long? Couple weeks. Couple weeks. One yeah. week is going to be at a conference. The other week will be with family. So yeah, we're going to be we're going to be away for a little bit, but right. looking forward to yeah to the. Uh, you know, it's oh, always wait. nice to kind of disconnect and yeah. reconnect and whatever. And, and when, when we come back, we'll actually have kind of a special episode. Yes. Um, with a uh, gentleman. Well, with a gentleman that we have come into contact with who um, has an interesting story to tell us. Yes. About his, uh, I think, his conversion. Yes. Essentially. Exactly. To orthodoxy. And uh, that's kind of the first time we've done anything like that. Right. I know there are people online that do that already. Right. That that's all they do almost like in you know interview people and how they came to orthodoxy or but ours will be different ours will be different because it's going to be imperfect it's yeah (laughs) there's no doubt that it's whereas everybody else has kind of honed their craft and gotten it down to a science everybody else is perfect right ours is going to be slightly off (laughs) (laughs) oh great Oh. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, what are we going to talk about today, Stratty? I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about anxiety. Right. And uh, this is kind of last, well, not, well, it's always kind of like this. You tell me the night before. Yeah. Then <laughs> I come and then we talk about it. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, you like it or you don't like it. Exactly. It's up to you. That is up to you. Yeah. So we'll leave that one up to you. So, yeah. So what about anxiety? I mean, um, you know, I think I think it's a normal thing. Everybody has it to some extent. Sure. I don't know. Some people have it acutely, continuously. Right. Right. Like where they have a kind of an issue. Yep. And maybe they need to take medication for it or sure. see somebody for it, or or you just sometimes you're just anxious. Right. As a kid, you're anxious about the most going to school or whatever. Oh, before that, I was even going like, oh, you're anxious about whether you're gonna. I don't know, get a lollipop right. when you go to the doctor. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I actually, one of my earliest memories is that. Seriously, one of my earliest memories. I, I'm being held, and I didn't get a lollipop. Oh, man. That was like maybe, this is like maybe one or two. Really? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Oh, wow. I remember this. And, uh, and I was very anxious huh. because I was going to get it, and I didn't get it, and I was very upset. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? Yeah, so, it, it, so there's a, a range. A one-year-old can have it. Absolutely. <laughs> or a two-year-old, or however old I was. Yep. 
maybe three. And without getting into the science of it too much, I mean, we know that it comes from this natural fight or flight kind of um, instinct, this sense of this kind of a uh, dump of adrenaline, adrenaline rush that kind of gets gets released um, in our uh, into our uh, systems um, when there is a seeming perceived or real threat right. of, of some sort of danger. So, right. you know, the like not getting a lollipop. Like not getting a lollipop. That is a very <laughs> dangerous <laughs> place to be. Man, if your parents really knew how much danger they were putting you in when they brought you to the doctor's office. Um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously the benefit of anxiety, even just from that perspective, is that it, it in the right context, it can alert us to right. danger. And it, you know, hearkening back to one of our first episodes, I think when we talked about the, um, I think uh, it was about desire, when we, when we talked mm. about the... Uh, yeah sort of the centrality of yearning for life right. and how like from the very beginning as humans, you know, whether we're being threatened or whether we're just trying to live our lives, right. we have this instinctual drive to live, right? Yeah. And so I think this, this is getting at that same, that same instinct of yeah, like, they, they you know, go. avoiding pain and avoiding um, kind of possible. Well, they kind of go hand in hand, not hand in hand, but they, they're, they're related. Absolutely. You know, desire, I have anxiety, I, I desire something, so I have anxiety that it won't happen. Right, yep, yeah. to get away from what would take it away from me. or Right, or to achieve it, mm-hmm. you're anxious. Yep. You, you know, so. You know, but, 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 you know, a lot of people say that, um, you know, mental health struggles have been increasing in the last, you know, decade or so, and um, a lot of lot more people struggle with anxiety, depression on a more kind of pathological or psychological level. Um, and, uh, you know, we're obviously not um, experts. We're not psychologists. We're, we're talking about this on a very just kind of down-to-earth experiential level. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, I came across this article um, that was entitled The Gift of Anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be an interesting thing just to to chat about a little bit because, yeah. you know, most pe- anybody who struggles with anxiety on any level, let alone on a really serious level, you know, most of the time would never consider anxiety to be a gift. Mm-hmm. So how could you possibly consider it to be a gift? Right. And before, I think a, an interesting experiment in, in some ways is before examining why it's a gift, I kind of think the, the point of that article was saying it's not really about a examining why it's a gift, but it's actually about treating it as a gift before you even um, look at the why. And it's actually in examining this relationship that you have with your anxiety. So in other words, is it a relationship of enmity? Is it a relationship of servitude, you know, where you are sort of enslaved to this you know, you're like an indentured servant or a, a slave to this anxiety. Is it a relationship of, you know, abuse, you know, where you're being abused by this anxiety? Or is this anxiety a gift hmm. that you're receiving with the same sense of gratitude and the same sense of... Yeah. And it's a, it's a weird thing to well, even... Well, I think that... But, but that yeah. I think that's, that's interesting because, you know, you, you read a lot of the... Um, you know the lives of the the, the saints and and whatnot, where they uh, they discuss you know 
I don't know. They, they, you turn everything into into praise for God, right? Right. So it uh, reminds me of uh, Moses, mm-hmm. where he had, you know, Moses the uh, Ethiopian, right? The, uh, the the thief or whatever. Yep. And you know he had lived a very, um, you know, not the cleanest life, right. right? So he he decided to become a monk, you know, after have, having done so many bad things. Um, and in the, in the, in the story, cause we have a video on it and in the story, it, it, you know, it says, um, that he couldn't be in a cell because of the, uh, temptation. Tempta- well, yeah, the, the, sort of the, 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 the thoughts of fornication kept attacking him. Right. Right. And, and then, and then they, uh, his elder said, you know, would tell him to go back to his cell, and he'd go, "No, I can't." So that he took him to the roof, and and I think that that anxiety led him to this moment where the uh, the elder uh, took him to the roof of the monastery and said, "It was like about morning." So he goes, "Look at the sunrise. Look how long it's taking." I'm paraphrasing all this. <laughs> well, just like how long it takes for you know. The darkness is not does not go away mm-hmm. uh, instantly. Mm-hmm. It 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 slowly, you know, is uh, defeated. Mm-hmm. But there was also another one as well where um, where he told him to look to the look to the west, and in the west he saw hordes of demons, and then he looked said look to the east, and he saw hord, uh, hordes, he saw legions of angels, right. and 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 I think that, you know. I think that in the discussion about anxiety, people who have a heightened sense of anxiety, not just anxiety, depression, or, or whatever, you know, I think it's always good to remember that there's so many more on our side. Mm-hmm. We have, we have, we are, there's a, there are legions on our side as opposed to the, the demons that are against us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where I think, it can be a very frustrating experience because, you know, at least in many cases, it, it feels like maybe, maybe it feels like you've made sort of an inch of progress, right? right. And then you get hit by, you know, a panic attack or, like, right. you know, some sort of intense kind of anxiety attack. And you feel like, you know, you've just gone backwards, like right. a thousand feet. And, right. Uh, and I think that's how he felt. Right. That's how sure. he felt. Sure. You know. Yep, yep. But to, to kind of have that perspective that of um, yeah, of the mercy of God. Yeah, and and that you know, okay, so there's some demons over there. Look over there at the myriad of mm-hmm. of, of, of people on of bodiless powers on your side. So yeah, um, no, that's yeah, that's good. That that that's that's, that's really that's really profound. Really, as I as I continue to live through life, and I and I meet more and more people who are broken or have not broken, you know, we're all mm-hmm. broke. You know, we all have our our um, our cross to whatever de- whatever in whatever degree. Right. But um, you know, I just keep meeting more and more just people, getting to know them, and you know, I told somebody recently, you know, I told them two things, you know, know that you're, you're the great, you know, you're, you're not, 
the greatest sin you've ever committed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was very, mm-hmm. we had that. Yeah, that was very helpful. Very helpful from, from yeah. and, um, and that no matter what, uh, it kind of leaves the topic of anxiety, although it doesn't because all these topics that we've ever covered, I think, are all related. Sure. You know, anxious, being anxious, uh, depression or whatever. Yep. Um, you know, it, 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 I told them that there, you, you have a God who became a human and actually was anxious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Agonia. Agonia. You know, in, the, in, in the garden in, of Gethsemane. Yeah. Yeah. He was anxious about what was about to come. Sure. And, uh, and he sweated and he sweat blood. He sweated. Yeah. Sweat. I know. I never know. Forget it. Yeah. He blood. Sweet. No. Sweet. <laughs> See, you know, blood came out of his pores, which actually I read somewhere that that's a real thing. Wow. Not that they made it up, but I mean, it wasn't just an extreme thing. It was actually a real thing sure. that could happen yeah. during anxiety in certain circumstances. Yep. So anxiety is normal. Right. Even intense anxiety. That, and I, that is good. Yeah. That's I guess good. my point is don't feel like you're alone if you do have that problem, sure. you know? Sure. Don't ever feel like you're alone. Right. I think that's my yeah. contribution to all this. No, that's that's very good. That's very good. It's normal. It's uh, it, it's a... It's a common human experience, even, even if Christ himself. Even if it's an extreme version of it, it's okay. Right. right. Like, you will be okay. Yeah. You know, take the measures you need to take. Right. You know. Yep. And you're not dirty or... Right. <laughs> you know. Or this kind of exotic specimen or something. Or especially not that. Right. Because how many billions of there are? How many billions of people are there? Exactly. <laughs> Going through all sorts of things. Right. So, yeah, no, I think that's, that's, those but, are good. But you, but what about the gift though? Right. So the gift aspect is interesting because there's this question of, again, our relationship with anxiety. That's something we just cope with, we deal with, we, you know, we're sort of burdened by, but at times it kind of, or can we see it as a gift? Can we see it as, as something that has been given to us for a reason, not necessarily to, figure that reason out, you know, overnight or anything, but, right. but to kind of see that maybe there is something in this experience that is a benefit. Sure. Um, and, and, and before we even get to that specific gift, how could we possibly consider any painful experience to be a gift? Yeah. You know, and I think that's a really important question. And I mean, I think we can look at it on different levels and different experiences in life. I mean, for example, exercise, there's a good example of something that, you know, in a small way is painful, Mm -hmm. but is a gift insofar as it Mm -hmm. gets us to a different kind of state of health. Um, Really, I mean, the, the, the phenomena of, of pain and pleasure are really interesting when you think about them, because and I think we did touch on this a little bit with our desire podcast, but but it's not as straightforward as you think, right? Like we'd like to think that every pleasurable experience is is good and every painful experience is bad. Right. But that's just not the case. No. I mean, you know, we know that and it's not even a matter of identifying it as good or bad, it's identifying it as how much pleasure versus how much pain, right? In mm-hmm. other words, uh, a, an experience that's going to give you just, you know, a shot of pleasure, right? Drugs. Right, something like that, um, is 
is ultimately going to give you a lifetime of pain, right? I mean, an, an experience that's going to give you a little bit of pain could give you a lifetime of pleasure. So it's not even a matter of identifying whether it's good or bad, because ultimately, ultimately, pleasure is good. Yeah. Right? I think, I think it, we, can act, we can say something sort of radical about pleasure, which is really what, I mean, the fathers of the church, what scripture teaches us is that Christ came to give life and to give it more abundantly. Right? Christ came to give us this sweet wine of, of, sure. of life. Yeah. Right? And that is not a bad thing. Life is meant to have that, that sharing of pleasure, that sharing of, of sweetness with, yeah. and communion with God, right? right? So pleasure is actually inherent to our sure. human experience. But it's also broken. And because it's broken, it means that things that we consider to be pleasurable that we're sort of allured by end up being painful because they leave us empty or broken or they're unhealthy or something like that. So we have this interesting experience where we're drawn by something that seems pleasurable but then ends up putting us into a lot of pain. And conversely, we're sort of repelled by or repulsed by painful experiences that actually could potentially lead us into pleasure. And I think that's important for us to examine whenever we're talking about things like sickness or, or you know, and, and we always have to talk about this with a great deal of, of sobriety and not kind of too philosophically and things like that. Because again, you know, we can philosophize about this all night, all day long, but then, you know, next day fall into, uh, you know, a, a, an intense anxiety attack or something like right. that, or, and, and all of a sudden it's like, no, this is not helping at all. This is not a gift. This is just, right. just total suffering. And, you know, but, you know, I think we do have to say that, um, that there are things in life that are, that are painful that are not necessarily going to either be permanently painful right. or that are not necessarily, quote unquote, bad. Yeah. I, I mean, you know. And it's not easy, right? I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a topic that, you know, when, when you're going through whatever is painful, you're not happy about it. Right. But I think the attitude to always have that, you know, whatever doesn't kill you. Right, sure. But I mean, even if, but, but like, that's not even, even if it does. You know, think about it. I mean, the martyrs are a great testament to, even if it kills you. Right. What can you do to me? You know, because that's what they said to the people who were about to kill them. They said, go ahead. Sure. You know, uh, there was a sense of kind of resolve. Well, yeah, because uh, you're, this isn't the end, mm -hmm. and uh, and 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 I have no anxiety over whether or not my life will end, mm -hmm. because they knew that the kingdom of God was the ultimate. You know. So well, that seems like such a such a mm -hmm. lofty. Well, yeah, the way they write those stories always sounds very. Um, like they weren't afraid at all. Right. Right. Whenever you read the, you know, the lives of the martyrs, it's always sure. like, yeah, they were perfectly fine with it. Go right. ahead, kill me. That's always how they wrote it. Yeah. But they, but, I mean, they we, might have felt anxiety. They might have. I'm scared. sure they felt anxiety, but but in that state of maybe grace or communion with God or something like that, there was a a courage. There was a yeah, yeah you know yeah. a peace maybe that that they received right. as as a. Um, 
you know, that as a gift um, that allowed them to you yeah. know, experience those things. So, you know, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, having this sense of a martyric resolve, a martyric um, courage to to not see everything that is uncomfortable or painful as inherently bad yeah. or to be kind of completely scorned. Yeah, because I think that any everything, everything can lead us to, uh, everything can lead to something good. Even right. the worst thing imaginable, which I don't want to imagine. Right. Can, can you, it can, in the spiritual world, can, can result, you know, in other words, no matter what you're struggling with, you can use that for uh, achieving the greatest goal, which is, a, you know, a spiritual relation, a relationship with God. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. And so having, so having the anxiety and in this case, the gift of it is that we all need, we all need a cross to some extent. I mean, we all need a cross to bear. To bear. So if your cross is anxiety, then there you go. That's your ticket to uh, to the kingdom of God in, in a certain sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like who, who I was talking to somebody about. You know, this person's wife. Not that they are a bad person, but you know, they weren't orthodox mm-hmm. and. And so there was a bit of a friction. They were the person, the man, the husband was orthodox. They were the wife wasn't orthodox, and and I remember um, it was actually my father. He goes, if he can bear through that, that's his mm-hmm. way to get to the kingdom sure. of God. Sure. You know, he can patiently bear through that sorrow that that person has. Yeah. My, my whole family. I'm the only one who is orthodox. All my children are not. Right. You know. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, being so able life to is a accept, right, accept a, the gift, the, the the experience as a gift. Yeah. Insofar as it it leads us to a deeper right. sense of life, but it's with that necessary prerequisite of I think what your father wisely pointed out is like if he's able to do yeah, this, right, and yeah. and we and it's not even a matter of saying well of like shaming someone saying, well, are, no. you, are you able to do it? No, that's no. not the point. The point is, is, is um, we have to know our measure. Yeah. And, um, you know, each one of us has been given a certain kind of level of strength, level of kind of fortitude on one level or another. Some people have fortitude in, in one area of life and not as much in another area, you know, and vice versa. And so kind of like, understanding our measure and understanding how much we can push and to, to understand that there are degrees of pushing too. It's like, well, you can't, all right, you can't love your enemies, you know, well, then the next step as Father Zacharias of Essex talks about is like, well, at least can you do the golden rule, do unto others as they would, as you would have them do unto you. If you can't love your enemies, you could at least do that, right? You could at least try to treat people as you'd want to be treated, right? you know? And so it's like, all right, well, what can I do? Yeah. So it's not a matter of what 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 can't I do, but what you don't can have I do. to climb Everest. You don't have to climb Everest. Um, you, you could just climb a nearby hill. Yeah. <laughs> you know. and, and if that nearby hill is what you need, that's what you need. Yeah, or maybe what you need is a little dose of humility and in recognizing that you can't climb Everest. That, that's yeah. You know exactly. You can only climb 
the little hill. So maybe, you know, as much as a, a martyric, you know, uh, experience might be good in sort of an ideal sense, maybe the, the good thing is just being able to, you know, here's something to, to have the humility to, to listen to your doctor and take that pill. Absolutely. You know? Right. Don't not take it because you want to be a martyr. Right. And, yeah. and honestly, you know, uh, that, that can be a tough thing for us as Orthodox Christians, you know, because I think there is this sense of like, well, we're called to this, right. this life of, of denial and this life of following Christ and that Christ, quote unquote, should give us the grace to overcome these things. And, you know, perhaps, I'm not saying this from a point of like, I know this for a fact, but just, just kind of thinking out loud, perhaps, um, you know, part of the reason why we haven't been given the strength to overcome these things with the grace of God is for our humility. If, in other words, if I did overcome it, even if somehow I believed it was for the, because of the grace of God, maybe it would give me this sense of kind of self-assurance that I somehow am able to attract the grace right. of God. Yeah. And, and by, by humbling me in this way of saying, no, you're not strong enough for this, and you, know, you just need to take care of yourself on a human level, yeah. you, know, um, you know, seek out help, you are just like everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're just as as uh, human as as the guy over there. Yeah, and 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 some people get discouraged by the, you know, I've heard it before. They get discouraged by the by the saints, which should be sure. the total opposite. The total should, opposite. Should yeah. be encouraged by the saints. Right. Um, the only reason that they, you know, that a lot of them went through a lot of struggle, a lot of pain. Right. Um, we shouldn't see their gifts that God gave them as, um, as 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 like, oh why did I get those gifts? Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, everybody is where they're at. Right. You know, and and uh, and 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 God gives everybody what they need. So if if Paisios received this much, it's because that's as much as he could take. Right. You know, he couldn't, he didn't walk on water. Well, maybe he could, I don't know. <laughs> no, I've never heard a story where he did. But, um, but, the, but I remember, you know, when people would come to him and they would bow in front of him, he would, you know, he'd pick them up and, sure. and stop them. You know, he was you know, scared of that sort of thing. And not only that, but he would, there were maybe periods of time where, where the grace of God was very much inside of him. And and he would play the fool. Right. He'd play a fool for Christ, and he would, he would pretend like, and he'd start telling jokes. And not only you know he'd be animated, he'd jump on up on his uh, whatever his a chair and act out the scene, and um, and some bishop from Cyprus who wasn't a bishop at the time, wasn't a priest or anything, or a monk. He when he, he that was the first time he met him, and and he said this guy is insane. <laughs> This person is a lunatic, and right. everybody took him to be a saint. Right. And uh, as they were leaving, um, you know, he they went to all went to kiss his hand. Actually, you know, they asked him. They asked him, uh, to "Give us, give us a word. Tell mm -hmm. us something good." Because he hadn't told them anything spiritually helpful. Up, right. You know, up to that point, he goes, oh, uh, "Do prostrations or something." I don't remember something 
basic. Right. And and they go, oh, okay, thank you. And they well, when the by the time the last person had kissed his hand, suddenly the entire area filled with a, a just grace, just um, right. God's presence, and in the moment that happened, the elder goes, "Okay, go, 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 quickly, leave, 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 leave," and he he went off, uh, and they uh, were like, they, he described like they we were like drunkards, like 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 we were right. laughing and falling in the bushes and uh-huh. and running. We were sprinting back to our monastery where That's we were amazing. staying the night. Yeah, why did I bring all that up? Because um, that was that in a way that was almost Baetius's cross to bear <laughs> that he, <laughs> so that he wouldn't fall to um uh vain you know what's it called being vain vainglory yeah. uh pride mm-hmm. so um no matter what you do you're going to have your your cross even if you're endowed with the uh, the actual presence of god yeah. <laughs> you know you're always going to have it's interesting there is this fear that i have of of thinking that maybe what we're talking about as far as this approach is partially even, you know, I mean, even like in thinking about the saints and things like that is, is justifying a certain, a certain behavior on my part, I guess you could say that, uh, that is, um, you're referring to like a, like a, we're not like guilt almost like we're not. Yeah, doing what they're doing exactly. Yeah, yeah. right. Or that, and that, and that this is just a way of justifying my lack of. Yeah. I don't know. I think I feel like you. I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. it's, it's 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 something that gets me too. So it's, it's right. um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like one of those things I I think about too because I like I technically know what I should be doing. Right. But I'm not doing it. Right. You know? And I know all this stuff. Right. I'm still not doing it. Right. But I think at the same time, not everybody's called to be a monk or a priest or, I mean, you know, you know, like even a priest. I mean, as much as everybody can do. Right. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's... It's complex. It is complex and just not, not, not really understanding what's at the, you know, yeah, what's at the... The kind of heart of it, and um, you know how to how to deal with it. Well, I think it, I think it, I think it was in the movie Ostrov, uh-huh. where at the end they asked him. Um, it's a m- Russian movie. If you haven't seen it, Ostrov means I- the island. Um, it's a great movie. It's a very good movie. Yeah, yeah. So at the end, he's passing away, and he's actually he knows that he's dying before he dead mm-hmm. you know he knows that you know he knows the day so he's made his own own coffin <laughs> he's laying in it and you know and and you know he's laying in his own coffin it's, right and and this monk who was a young a young monk and kind of always gave him a hard time because he because the main character uh, who's in the coffin he kind of give, gives him a hard time he right. p- plays pranks on him right. trying to guide him but at the same time the young monk who's considered like uh, has a high rank in a sense right. he's a helper to the abbot and he's right. whatever and he doesn't respect him doesn't respect the main character so at the end though I guess he kind of comes to his senses and he asks him what 
what should I do? And I don't know where they pulled this from, mm. but but the main character re- replies, just try not to sin too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. know where they got that yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's so simple. And I think that that is part of yeah, all yeah. of this. Just try not to sin too much. Yeah, it's such a... I mean, it's such an otherworldly perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so incredibly encouraging and so incredibly consoling that it's like, this can't be from humans. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so, you know, because even like, even when like I get, you know, you get wrapped up into this kind of like cycles of like, I should be doing this. I should be doing that even from a spiritual or religious standpoint. Yeah. It's like, I should be doing my prayers in this way, or right, I should right. be doing more, you know, living out this kind of life. And that all seems right. Yeah. It all seems true in the sense that, like, all of these oughts, all of these shoulds, right, are, you know, they're good things in and of themselves, right? They're good things. But this spirit of, like, constantly berating yourself and constantly kind of, like, straining yeah. to fix the problem that is you, you know, is so antithetical to this perspective of just like, it's going to be all right. Like, you know, yeah. and, and I've seen that, I've seen that a lot, not a lot, but I've seen that in, I don't know, I don't want to, I've seen it in, in Greek circles, like, you know, I've seen it online, on, on posts, you know, spiritual memes, I guess you could call them, or, you know, whatever you might want to call them, where... Well, you know, but actually not just like, you know, you hear like um, certain Christian groups, you know what, it's our podcast, it, uh, Protestants, uh, <laughs> who are like, well, he died for your sins, what have you done? Oof, yeah. You know, so then there's like a guilt, well, you don't right. do anything, he, he went on a cross, well, what do you want me to do, go back in time and right. kill someone, have the Romans crucify me? I mean, like, what, what? <laughs> you know, like, what, what, what? Um, yeah. So I think I think it. I don't know. I think it's just do the best you can, right? And 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 do keep. Try, try, best you can where you are. And I'm preaching to myself now. Yeah, right? me but, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where you are, the state of being that you're in right now. Try your best. Never forget God mm-hmm. and death. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Sounds morbid, but that's true. No, no, no. It's never forget God and death because death will come and yeah. God does exist and he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very interesting. It is. I think this is one of our best ones. It's a good one. It's got something in it. All right. Shall we uh, lock it up? Lock it up? <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm so tired. All right. Well, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, of the imper- of, an imp- of an imperfect podcast, and uh, follow us on all our social media platforms fa- on Facebook, on on Twitter, Instagram, and of course on YouTube. Watch our videos, um, and we're under the same name everywhere you go. Trisayon Films, and uh, I hope you all have a, a wonderful day, or night, or whatever time it is. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>